You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly, and I'm not the only damn Indian in here, even though the other damn Indian is uh, getting storytelling going on out there at Carnegie. So that's where Thomas is today. But I am fortunate, and so are you, to be joined by DJ Sapphire. She's in the house today. <laughs> this damn Indian. I know, that damn Indian. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming in and thank hanging you, out today. Thank you, thank you for inviting me. It's a lot of fun. I love this, and um, I love that we're going to be able to uh, start working on some things. Me too. Um, the first of which we're trying to talk about uh, getting you damn Indians to vote. How come y'all damn Indians don't vote? How come? <laughs> How come, right? Well, and so do we think, because see, I know natives that won't even vote in their tribal elections. <laughs> Why? I mean, and I, I was fortunate to to grow up in in a family raised by grandparents who it was extremely important that we vote. They voted every time that they exactly. they were able to. Oh yeah, my dad prides himself of trying to be the first the first one on the you know on the roster there to to take to get his vote, and then he'll come back all I voted. Did you vote? You know, <laughs> and that's with any kind of vote that's taking place. That's that's my family. So yeah, you you've got to. Um, understand that you can change you can change that vote if i if i had to guess like i said that apathy of uh, uh that that takes place within our people i i just don't think they believe that there's enough in their vote that can make that change but i honestly if we all got together and and had those uh, votes counted we could make a change we definitely can i believe that I honestly believe that. Whether you're a Republican, whether you're, no matter who you are, who your candidate is, um, if you're going to get out there and support them, do that in a manner that they're understanding that you're trying to gain the votes. And that's what we need are the votes. And I, I really think, too, that we have this in addition to the inherent mistrust of the federal government that we're born with as natives, mm -hmm. I think that we also get discouraged by a lot of the media that says, oh, well, you guys are only 2% of the population, mm -hmm. so, you know, maybe set this one out. Or, you know... It doesn't matter if we don't allow you to vote because you're such a small, small part of that population. Right. However, when we're looking at these places where natives are being disenfranchised in North Dakota, right. in South Dakota, Montana. some places here in Oklahoma, some places here, um, yes. you know, this is Indian country. Right. And so I feel like especially, you know, I'm from Anadarko. And there, we're seventy percent American Indian by population. Mm -hmm. Where are all the natives on the school board? Where are all the natives on the county commissioners uh, board? Where are all the natives on the city councils? Kelly, what, you you're know? not asking a question though that has that's new. This question is something that has been generational and in, in, in the in the back in the day. Um, I remember being part of uh, some of my mother's drive and understanding what where are they what why aren't there why aren't there more people so when my children are in school I would make sure to be a, an active parent and be on those boards where's that money going how is it being spent is it going to be spent on my child how is it going to be spent on my child you do have those kind of of uh, opportunities as a parent to be active in those decisions whether you realize it or not now will it make a difference I don't know You'll have to get out there and find out. That's the only way you're going to find out. Though, you're never going to know. Exactly. If you don't get out there and vote, how will you know? How will, how will you honestly know what kind of change you could have made had you 
supported somebody and, and placed that vote. It's important. It's very important. And if you want to change, that's, that's, that's the only way that it's going to happen. And if you want to complain, in my family, if you didn't vote, you don't get a chance to complain For about real. anything. <laughs> you, did, you didn't vote? Well, then too bad. You didn't does, you don't yeah. have a voice. Yeah. You didn't get a, you, so placing that vote does give you an honest, an honest voice in understanding I can make that change. So being, um, I don't know, being active is a whole different thing. I used to wonder, I was a president for the... Norman Public Schools Indian Ed program there and trying to I mean we would try to entice parents with food um, sh- showing what activities students had to try to get their parents to come to the meetings to make sure that they're they were seeing what their child is actually doing it is very difficult first of all you got to make it you know I mean you know you've got to you've, you've got to make a, a life for yourself by working so you can't break into that and then secondly, by the time you get off work, you're kind of tired. You may have sports that you got to get to. There's other things that, that get in the way. But when you start pulling away from, from that um, scene of not being an active member within your um, child's education, it, it, it does, even from this side of it, being an active voter in your school board or being on the Indian ed um, uh, uh, uh volunteerism it, it you can and I saw it myself I was able to go to Tulsa a couple times I did not realize that as a parent that I had that much of a voice but um, the Indian Ed uh, program director up there asked me if I wanted to come and sure enough I was able to voice some things that I felt like that were important that money for our, for our for especially for our native students how is it going to be dispersed where's it where's the need where's that need so um as a young parent, that's when I really started seeing it. And then now that my children are out of the home and I have grandchildren now, um, what legacy am I going to leave them? Maybe I didn't make the changes. Maybe, oh, gosh, I'm not going to say it because it might happen. But uh, that man might stay in office. Mm. But at least I tried. At least we tried. We, and we won't know unless we all get together and make that, make that statement. So what we're doing as far as making sure that we are um, prepared, that is where I'm at, getting these voters registered. There are quite a few young registered voters that don't understand how important it is. And then, of course, you've got the, the elder, our elders who are having a difficult time understanding what it means to vote because they may not have the correct ID or they may not have the way to get there. They don't have the influence to help them understand what, what, I, what do I need to do to vote today. So you're right. that the, it, it needs to get out there. And it's very important to me right now, this change. That 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 we we can make a if if we don't make a change we can sure as heck make a strong statement here that very very dissatisfied with what's happening especially in Indian country. Um, I had a chance to visit um, the reservation up in Montana during the holidays, and um, I am very respectful to the law enforcement because it is in my family, and. Um, on different levels. So that trust that you're talking about, um, that has to start somewhere. And I have family members who are in the front line. 
fighting that crime, fighting the uh, MMIW, fighting the abuse that's taking place, front line. When you open your eyes to that and you really see what trauma is taking place within our people, that change, how can you not vote and make that change to make it better for our, for our young people? Um, I guess you could stand back and not do anything and say, oh, I wish it was different. It's never going to be that way. That that kind of attitude has never been something that I, um, I, I, I I'm not going to say I haven't felt it. Because Trump certainly takes you to that level, but he also makes me mad, and he also makes me want to take those active steps. And no matter what we do, as long as I can say, it within myself, I tried and I tried my best. Well, then, what else? What else can I do with my vote? And, you know, I think that we really need to encourage, especially natives, especially here in Oklahoma, man, we really can change the political landscape of our local communities if we'll just start making the calls and asking the questions. Not to mention running for office. I'm starting to see an increase of Native women running for office, and I love it. Me too. I mean, I think that... We have, we've long been ignored in, in a lot of things. I always, I, one of the reasons I I started the Indian Girls podcast is because I always say nobody gives a damn about Indian Girls. There's all of these other resources for black girls and Hispanic girls and be strong and be a bold black woman. But we're just now, our native women, we're just now finding our voices and we're Mm -hmm. just now taking our place into in society where we're like we're not going to be quiet we're not this little um peter pan tiger lily indian that's just going to sit here and and let you you know gag us and throw us in the river and hopefully get rescued by somebody that's not us no and so when we lend our voices to this we need to make sure that we're involved on that local level where these decisions are being made that affect us in our daily lives and our kids education and the tax rate and how much tickets cost and your electric rate and everything else that you have to deal with within your daily life where someone else makes that decision. And maybe one does not realize just how influential you can be in that those decisions and all those things that you just named. Whether you realize it or not, you can vote for those kind of um, city city and local elections. Yeah, I have seen a trend in... Um, Native women being able to step up and and um, play a political uh, uh, a role in in stating I I want to be an officer or I want to take this 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 stance um, that in of itself is it that takes a lot of courage uh, because of course Indian people are ruthless <sighs> I feel like and so when ruthless. you talk about all eyes on you. And what you do and how you do it, and you're a leader, you're a political leader. That's kind of an oxymoron in some of uh, a female a female leader. That's kind of an oxymoron in some tribes. So understanding that 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 those that this this uh, sector of women are beginning to truly take those steps out of that that traditional role, and here we are, 2020. Um, that those voices that that they uh, uh, try to gather 
and that support in their campaign, it, it's eye-opening because it makes you proud that you're a woman, you're an indigenous woman, and that you have the, those rights. You absolutely have those rights to do uh, what we're talking about, to vote and to make those changes. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, to answer your question sometimes, it's, it's, it's perplexing to me how to get um, uh, uh, more of a, a, a native voice but I guess it, the, those, those, first, those first steps of just getting you registered, just getting you out there, just getting you to understand what, what your vote means, and, 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 and just not on the national level, but you're right, all the way down to your local level, tribal level even. Yeah, there's the, the tribal politics, again, are very they're oh. ruthless. It's ruthless. Um, it's even it's more necessary. cutthroat. It's, it's even more cutthroat, But I it's think. necessary. Yeah. How else? I mean, how else would you run your government? You know, your your tribal government. Um, yeah, those are those are sticky issues, very sticky issues. But it's also uh, issues that you you need to address as a as a individual and a responsible voter. Uh, and and if you want to take it to that level, like you were saying, the landscape of what we have here, it definitely could be changed if we all got together and were able to take take that vote and combine it together and make that change. So sure, I see that. I see that. As far as, Kelly, on what you see and the things that you've talked to me about, when you um, look at what you see in your community, do you see a positive change or do you see something that is a trend of maybe just stepping back and not taking action? I see more the apathetic trend. So do I, I see and that's what's kind of scary to me. And that's I guess that's why it's making me um, panic almost. <laughs> no, um, fight a little harder. Yeah. Get out there a little bit more. Um, find different avenues that are going to be conducive to the goal of getting getting us together. Um, yeah, I, I guess it, it is kind of. <laughs> a little bit. It, 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 it it's 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 motivation to the point of I and it, it I do feel kind of like this anxiety. I won't say full blown panic. Okay. But I do anxiety, feel a, a lot right. of anxiety about that. getting the word out and and really encouraging millennial natives mm -hmm. to vote. And that's but that is a trend that I'm seeing is millennial natives. Re and, and just millennials in general, they're starting to go, hey, wait a minute, there's a bunch of us, and we don't like this. Exactly. And exactly. so that's that's really where I see the hope. Gen Xers like us, right. we're, you know what, uh, I think that we have missed our opportunity to exact that real change, and now a lot of us are set in our ways, and we're those staunch defenders of those philosophies mm -hmm. that we never thought we would be. And then there's the the other ones of us who are still fighting that good fight and like, hey, we can make a difference and we can make a change. Mm -hmm. But now we realize that we need to engage with the the other generations right. in order to, to make sure, like seven generations. We don't think about seven generations. We don't think about well, we need to include all of these voices. We don't think about planning ahead for seven generations. I mean, we look at our political landscape and from our tribal 
politicians to our federal politicians, all they're concerned with is their term in office. What can I do in this four years or two years or whatever? What can I get done? What can I tell my constituency? Oh, I can deliver this in this time. And it's like, well, what about past that time? Because as policies go, we know that it takes many, many years mm-hmm. to understand the full impact of implemented policy. Right. And so when new tribal leaders, new federal leaders, new whoever come in, it's like, well, there wasn't a plan to sustain this. It's scrapped. Well, doesn't and that sound tiring to change that? Yes. Doesn't very. that sound something like it's just going to be a challenge beyond a challenge? And again, I guess the way I look at it is that that's a fear right there. But what's stronger than fear is hope. And that hope in that change for our for our younger generations is something that is a driving force for me. And it happens, I don't know, maybe it's just age, but the older I get, the more I realize it and the more I see it. What am I leaving for this, the youth? How am I making these changes so it's better for them, so they're able to make the choices and make votes that are going to definitely make some changes? And those laws and those policies that come into play, how are they going to open their mind to that? That that that's that that is something that they can have. They have within their their realm of understanding to be able to change to make those changes, positive changes. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. It is something that is uh, perplexing. But I, I guess, again, I'm just, uh, um, I have faith in faith. And it's just something that I feel like that if, if I, we work hard enough together, eventually there's got to be something that we can do. Again, if it's not a change for a different leadership, at least we've made some changes on a, on a different level and within you, because at least, you know, you tried, you tried, you did, you place that vote and that's exactly being a responsible uh voter that's what that's what you should do i'm you, you know i that trend that you're talking about it it, it is it is a, it, it, i can see your anxiety i see why it, you you would feel that way um but how how do you turn that into something that's more positive for you kelly well, I, I work with people like you. I find people <laughs> like um, Sarah Adams Cornell. Right. I find people like Stephanie Hudson. I exactly. find these these high-powered Native women who, who are like-minded like me and you that say, you know what, I've had enough of this. I've had enough of um, the playing field not being leveled. I've had right. enough with our kids not having equity in their schools, not equality, but equity. Just, you know, everybody has the same opportunities. Um, I feel like our natives of all generations need to see other natives out there being involved. I feel like just going and registering to registering people to vote, Mm -hmm. talking to our young, our native youth and and being able to engage on that level and and let them see natives actually out there working for this and not so much of that's the federal government. Mm -hmm. We don't we don't care about that. You know, that's my Christian name. It's like, look, 
I realize you have to walk two paths like we all do, but there comes a time when it becomes detrimental because you have to participate in this American political process. Right. You're, you are a citizen here. If you like it or if you don't or if you only want to claim your tribal citizenship, which I know I know a lot of people who are like that. Yes. And But, you know, at some point, your children are going to have to go to a public school, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. You know, there's there's all kinds of I guess you could homeschool them, but that's kind of a scary thought, too. You know, it's it's all changing. And I feel like I just feel like as natives, we need to be involved for other natives right. because you, natives, we don't like to be the first to do anything like we don't want to stand up. And especially as women, right. because we've always been it's told hot. that's not your place. Right. So. But, but because of that, here's here's the difference in a in a in in a way. It's not out of disrespect. It is a honor to stand where I stand at times in that indigenous arena. When I'm standing next to this other gentleman and I have um, a job interview, you can dang well bet that I'm going to put my foot, my foot forward and I'm going to have a voice and I'm going to show what equality and equity means because I, that's, that's, that's just uh, the fortitude of being able to get a job, right? Sh- selling yourself. But when I meet somebody who has that apathetic attitude, that 10-second 10, 10 elevator, elevator speech of why you should vote, that is something that I definitely need to work on. Because finding that motivation in that split second of understanding why it's important, not not everybody understands and they don't get. And there may be even a type of um, uh, revolt or, or rebellion against that type of, of, of thinking. So um, I, it's, it's something that I really... At night, when I'm, you're just laying there, you know, you try to understand the world, world around you, and um, those things that that are taking place that I feel like are out of my control. This is something that I have control of. This is something that I can do that's within my within my grasp. Um, anything else, though, anything else that that's going to take a, a heck of a lot of of uh, strength for all of us to come together and be able to make take take a movement, a step, all of us together as a Native people and make that change. It can happen. I've seen it. I've seen it happen myself with certain, um, in certain presidencies, with uh, the Violence Against Women Act. I, I was very implemental in that side of what laws were taking place within Indian country for um, abused and sexually assaulted women and children. And it just, if those things did not happen, those movements did not happen, we would still be um, without a voice. Native women would still not have some of those choices that they have to get out of the, the situations that they're in. And if you don't think that that relates to your vote, if you don't think that, that there's a correlation to some of the decisions that you're making and how you, and how you live, look at who's making those laws look at who's enforcing those types of um uh, living situations upon you i truly believe when i have listened to martin luther king about um the sin of inactivity or the complacency of not doing anything 
that's just as um, terrible as, um, I guess, in a, in a way of being as being um, ignorant and taking steps that aren't conducive to our equality or or even our strength. But I'm I'm willing to fight. I'm willing to make sure I'm here today because that's how important it is to me. And um, understanding that these young women, they've got a way to, Indian girls, they're not going to be left out anymore. Mm-mm. We definitely, I see that that trend. But as far as being in the political arena, we've got a long way to go. We certainly do, but I, I see that, I see it. I see it happening. Not only that, but I see the men supporting us even more than what was happening back in the day um that support system has to happen because there are times when i feel like that we are our worst own we're our our, our own enemies sometimes because of our inner fighting <laughs> oh and Indian our, women love to fight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> each other oh man yeah i've seen it um that is that is a very difficult a very difficult um uh, uh challenge to overcome because we all have a strong opinion within ourselves at times of what's right and what's wrong and who's right and who's wrong. And that opinion is definitely going to come out. But um, toward, I think at the, at the end, towards the end, and the final goal of what we're trying to achieve here with, uh, with our um, uh, Native vote and the event that we're planning um, very soon, I hope we can see that trend grow. The oppression that we've had as Native people and then the trauma, I think we're in a healing process only because we have people who are helping us pull out of it and not keeping us oppressed, um, in, especially in this climate, you know. So, um, boy, I'm, I, I, I don't know how else to tell you. If we could go straight to the door to door kind of, of a philosophy and get you registered. I, that's how I would do it. But putting the call out there is the, is the first step and making sure that we're all, we're all registered and we can all uh, vote depending on where we're at and what, what uh, um, rules and regulations are, are there to, to <laughs> supposedly help us run smoother. I, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm nervous with you. I am, and when you looked at I, when you look at Iowa and what happened, mm. you know, I mean, you just, uh, it, I, it, it makes you wonder. But if you if you focus on that, then you can't you can't move forward. And I try to make sure that 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 that, that positive reinforcement within myself stays balanced and stays positive and all those good things, so we, so we can move forward. Because if if once I say hell with it what it, you know whatever hell with it then would i be sitting here would you would you have would we have met would those things be put into to action that 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 action that i started and the the reactions and everything yeah it, i i honestly feel like that it wouldn't it wouldn't be there so again thank you for giving me a voice giving me this platform giving me something to um uh, a, a way to get my my thought out there with what's happening and how I can help and how together we all can come into one voice and make sure that we're heard. 
that's 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 where I'm at with it. Yes, indeed. I am so excited. Um, so make sure that you follow us on social media, Talk Jive Radio, follow the Main Street Event Center on social media. Um, we'll have more information out as the uh, registration drives happen, as the events happen. Right. And um, don't forget... March 3rd is the Oklahoma presidential primary. And so you have, uh, if you haven't registered to vote, you're not going to be able to vote then. However, um, we do know that in April, there are several municipal elections around the state of Oklahoma. So we're voting March 3rd. We're voting April 7th. We're voting again in June. So these are all really important times to vote here in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. All of this is going to affect how the 2020 election goes and how these things are going to be decided in the next uh, two to four years. So make sure that you get out and vote March 3rd. That is um, just coming up. That's Super Tuesday. That's just a couple of weeks it's away. A couple of weeks away. Gosh. Exactly. When you look at it like that. Oh, yes. it's, it's There's not a lot of time. Yes. So make sure you get out, get your voice heard. And um, if you want to register to vote for uh, your upcoming municipal elections in April, you still have time to do that yes, and of do. course you have um time to get registered for june so the sooner you register the sooner you're going to be able to exercise your right to vote and that's a constitutional right folks Amen. thanks so much for tuning in we're indigenous we're independent and it's me and D dj sapphire hey, we're hey, hey. them damn indians today at <laughs> tie <Tai> jai radio <laughs>